all right? So there is these, these, these rap songs that I sometimes I'm concerned about, but I started listening to them uh, recently because I kind of want to see what's going on. Why is it always being geared a certain way? When people write rap songs, when people used to write songs in general, these songs were diverse. I mean, some people would talk about the stars. Other people would talk about roots on the bottom of an ocean, right? So there was such a wide spectrum of, uh, of, of, and diversity of music and words. Now everybody, I would say I'm going to think about 80 90% of the videos in the rap, and I'm still listening to it. Because uh, I have to decipher some of the words because the auto tune is so deep, you can't really understand it. So, and uh, I forget that I can type in, you know, you know, get the lyrics right on YouTube. I should remember that. But yeah, sometimes when I'm listening to it, I'm trying to figure out what they're saying, right? So, and a lot of this is nothing but guns and violence. So I want to urge and encourage our young rappers coming up, not the ones that are making money from it, because they're going to keep making money. As long as you want to hear it, they're going to tell you about a gun, right? They're going to tell you about a tree. They're going to tell you about a cow. They're going to tell you whatever you want to hear. They're going to sell it to you. But I want to challenge you young up-and-coming rappers, right? Try to rap about something else. I mean, I know it seems. And we are back. Thank you for joining us here at The Counselor. I am your host, Sheldon Stovall, and this is another day. Um, I just want to remind you that we need you to subscribe to our channel. Um, it's The Counselor, and it's a YouTube channel. Um, you're going to be getting live updates every day. We're talking about real problems with real people and solving real issues. Um, I want to thank everybody for all the views and the likes and the comments from uh, day one of the show, uh, we appreciate it. I just want to remind you to subscribe because when you subscribe, it shows that people are interested in the subject matter and I will be continuously on to visit you every day, Monday through Friday, between the hours of 10 and 12. Yeah, if you would like to be on the show, um, all you have to do is email me at promo, P-R-O-M-O, at thecounselor.live or you can call in. My number is listed on my website, thecounselor.live. Uh, you can actually go to the website and you can call one of the producers. Or you can slide up in one of my DMs. How about that? All right. I see quite a few people have us, uh, by the way. <laughs> and thank you guys for that. I try to get back to as many people as I can. All right. So today we are talking about something that, of course, has been going on all around the world. And that's the... COVID vaccine, the COVID-19 vaccination, should I or should I not, right? Um, you know, it's interesting with this country, if you kind of look back at history, it's always been an either or an or with this country. So I think it was uh, back like probably in the early 1400s or 1500s, I'm sorry, it was the baptized or the non-baptized. Um, it was the poor and the rich. Um, sometimes it even was black and white, as simple as that, uh, before we got all our different terminologies now that we're using that are politically correct. Um, but yes, we often refer to ourselves as putting ourselves in the category. Now, in 2022, it's are you vaccinated or not? 
or the non-vaccinated. So now we have another separation in this world that we're dealing with. And believe it or not, I've actually not been invited in certain people's houses unless they meant ask me that question at the door. Are you vaccinated? And then when I give my answer, it's either I'm turned away or I'm invited in. So it's important. So this week, we're going to be talking about myths and facts uh, about the COVID-19 vaccination. And it's very important to be informed. It's very important to get information on wherever you can. I'm what they call an unbiased informant because I want to do this in the seat of a counselor so I can motivate whoever I'm speaking with um, to, you know, help, you know, be comfortable with whatever decision you're going to make. Okay, so uh, we're going to be talking about myths and facts of COVID vaccinations uh, shortly. We also have uh, three callers. One is a caller. We have one guest that's supposed to be here a little bit later on. Um, I think she's having some issues, right? Um, And then we have another caller who may do either video or call in, uh, but they do want to talk about um, how this has affected their lives. Um, One of the callers, um, she is a displaced worker. Um, She was working in a field which requires um, the participants or the employees to get the vaccination, and she refused. And so, therefore, she went to college. She did six years of, of, of college to be in the career she's been in. She's been in it for a long time. And now she finds herself displaced. She's now a displaced worker. All right. And then we have another young man who is living in programming, dealing with new people coming in and out, and is afraid to catch the virus, but he just doesn't understand it. And because of his religion and the beliefs that he's been raised to to understand, um, he refused to take the COVID vaccination as well, which would possibly help his life go forward if he said yes. So that's a clear biblical dilemma where it's either uh, heaven or hell, life or death. So we're going to have those conversations. Uh, so today I just want to kind of go over a couple of things. Like I said, there are myths and facts, and I repaired this. And I remember when I did this um, and for one of my classes, one of my group classes that I took uh, from my CUS, CSU, um, and we did myths and facts about the effects of COVID, and it, I think it went really well. So um, some of the most common uh, myths is the ingredients in COVID-19 vaccinations are dangerous. And the fact is that nearly all the ingredients in the COVID-19 vaccines are also ingredients in many foods like fats, sugars, and salts. So I want to get over, just get my understanding of the COVID vaccination clear. Um, from what I understand and the reading that I have uh, done, the COVID vaccination is not the actual COVID virus that is being injected into your body. Now I've ha- heard that from many people. I've even heard that on some of these programs uh, that I listen to on podcasts and some of the other YouTube channels that I'm subscribed to. Um, so. People have an understanding, um, part of the non-vaccinated, the reason why they're not vaccinated, and I'm sorry I'm using that term on purpose, is because they're not educated on what's in it. They've been hearing different stories. Um, so I want to be clear that the COVID, the COVID is a virus. It's not a disease. And viruses have been around for a very long time. 
um, as children, as babies, we are injected with antibodies to or a vaccine to uh, help our bodies deal with it once it we become exposed. And usually you're exposed as a child as soon as you're let out that hospital. Some people are exposed right after they get out the nursery, some children. So these, these viruses have been around for, not, for a very long time. And so I want you to understand that I hear people often say, I just can't wait till this goes away. The virus is not going away. It is going to be here even after we all die. And the next generation in 3003, okay? It's going to be here. It's a virus. They do not go away. They live. All right, so I do want to mention that. Another thing I want to mention is that a lot of people are very mis they're misconstrued about a vaccination and what's in it. And as we read the facts, you know, the ingredients may be dangerous. What the, the ingredients in the vaccine are, are what they, what they would use to, and I'm just trying to use this in the best terminology I can, to, um, they create symptoms. And it kind of teaches your body how to deal with these symptoms. So after we often mention, you know, the flu, flu shot, have you gotten your flu shot? It's not really a mandatory thing, but um, if you get a flu shot, which I got my first one two years ago for the first time in my life, I didn't even, I wasn't sick, I don't really get sick, but I was working in a detox and the head nurse, uh, director of nursing strongly recommended that I get my flu shot. And so I said, okay, well, let me try it out. She said, you know what? I'll give it to you right now. I said, okay, great, thanks. So um, it did burn a little bit as it went in. Um, and nurses, by the way, I, you know, you guys do a great job, you know, injecting people with needles. That's, that's an awesome thing, you know. So all of us have different issues with it. But, uh, yeah, she did it, and I didn't feel any different. I was looking for myself to get sick. You know, I heard, oh, my God, if you never had the flu, you're going to get it because you took the flu shot. Same, same, same myths. So people, you know, the myths are always going to be circulating about vaccinations. Um, but truthfully, um, they're not injecting any particular COVID anything inside your body, just for those of you who do not understand that. They're not injecting anything in your body besides um, things that cause the symptoms, okay? All right, so that's, that's part of it. Um, and again, if you have questions, you can go right into my comment box, um, and then we can always talk more about it. Um, another myth that I often heard was the natural immunity I get from being sick with COVID-19 is better than the immunity I get from the COVID-19 vaccination. All right, I've heard that quite a bit as well. Um, and then the fact is getting a COVID-19 vaccination is safer and more dependable way to build immunity to COVID-19 than getting sick with COVID-19. All right. So once again, you know, yes, our bodies will naturally um, heal or start to fight. We're, we're, we're created our DNA, our messenger DNA. It's all in there. Um, the white blood cells, everything is already prepared for a foreign entity to enter your body and once that foreign whatever it is enters your body whether it's your bloodstream your tissue um your body is going to start fighting those white blood cells are going to start gathering growing they're going to start flowing you know that's how your body is naturally built to work so unfortunately when people have pre-existing conditions it's not always that easy easily set 
all right, because their body may be already fighting things. Um, for example, if, you know, someone's T-cell count is getting lower and lower, lower, you know, back in, I think it was the 80s, you know, they couldn't, they couldn't fight HIV. And once it became AIDS, you know, the person was counting their days out. And we found modern medicine has developed things to help you rebuild your T-cells. So same thing with the COVID vaccination. You know, modern medicine, the, the vaccine is not made to cure it. You know, I had a young lady I spoke to uh, last week. Um, we were preparing to do this show, um, but she couldn't make it because she ended up getting COVID. But um, she has preconditioning conditions. She has bronchi- upper bronchial issues. She has bronchitis. She has asthma. Um, and, you know, it really takes her out when she has her asthma attacks and things like that. And so she, against all people uh, telling her she shouldn't get it, she went and got the COVID vaccination. And not even a month later, she was exposed. Uh, And this was uh, last month, and she was exposed with the COVID. And she ended up, you know, having to fight with it at home. And, you know, the emergency room, she went to a clinic. The clinic was full. It was a six-hour wait, she explained. She went to the emergency room. There was a line out the door. And this was recently. This was not even um, a couple weeks ago, right before New Year's. So um, she was grateful that she went ahead and got the vaccination because the, the, the vaccine created the symptoms that the body needed to start building an avenue to fight. And so because of her pre-existing condition, you know, when she did contract the COVID, um, she is alive today. She said she barely had any breathing issues at all. And her body began to fight it. She actually made it through the five days. Most of us had to sit for 14, uh, but she made it through the five days and she's doing better. So again, sometimes fighting myths are good and sometimes just doing your own research is even better. Um, I would advise anyone that if you are faced with situations where you're struggling, what what am I gonna do? Am I gonna take this vaccination? Am I gonna go to hell? You know, there are some religious organizations out there that believe that it's the mark of the beast. Um, You know, again, I'm gonna be the unbiased person at this moment because I do understand all sides. You know, they believe it's the mark of the beast and they believe it's an injection. And then I want to talk about the mass media as well. Sometimes even the mass media is at fault. Um, And I'm not going to blame all of this on the mass media, but there was a, when the COVID vaccination first was introduced to this country and it was pretty much being boxed up and sent out to the pharmacies and the doctor's office, there was a meme that had over 19 views in two days. And it was an African-American woman, and she got the vaccination, and she was on her phone, and she said, I got the vaccine, and all of a sudden her face began to uh, shape into a deer. Now, when I seen that, I laughed. I mean, I laughed so hard, I just kept playing it over and over again because I couldn't believe it. Um, And as I stated, I, you know, had a group session, a group class that I took, and I happened to play that um, video in the beginning. And so we were talking about the vaccine, the myths, and the, and the facts. And I played the video, and the the students did. Other students didn't laugh. 
they didn't find it hilarious. And so um, instead, you know, we all broke into little groups and then they all came back. One group said, you know, it's really offensive that they would have used an African-American woman to show the effects of, of getting the vaccination to turn to a deer. How many African-Americans do you think have just seen that and became afraid and it went into their head that they're not, and they determined that they're not going to take it? I had to stop and think for a moment because as an African-American man, I did not see that when I saw that video. But you know what? The students did because you know what they saw? They saw fear mongering. They saw something else that that if you had to look between the lines and see, um, only if you were looking for it, you can see it. And that's what they did see is that this video were targeting minorities, as she explained in the class, and that she was trying that the, the government or whoever put this video out was trying to make someone afraid. And so I thought about that. And that does make a lot of sense that that's, you know, the Tuskegee experiment was being brought back up on the news and different podcasts. And a lot of people, if you get a chance to take a look at the Tuskegee experiment, uh, that was in Alabama. That was like in 1950s um, where uh, laboratories and different places were uh, deliberately injecting African-American men with chlamydia. And being injected with the chlamydia, they wanted to see the effects of it, not only to who they were having sex with, but also has it grew in the body, um, what the effects would be, like blindness, things like that. Um, so that was going on, and a lot of these people didn't even know they had it. So, of course, again, fear-mongering, people becoming afraid um, to get the vaccine based on what's being brought up. And I'm saying a particular community was targeted because that's what it seemed like when that video came out. So communities are targeted um, at during situations like this where, yes, myths uh, um, are created. And these myths were created so fast that it brought a lot of fear. Then we had another gentleman who pretty much deciphered the COVID vaccination to be the mark of the beast. And that was the beginning of, I believe, April of 2020. Yes, I think after like probably February, March in 2020, we had a gentleman like with a 45 minute YouTube video telling us and showing us how the COVID-19 was prophesied in the Bible and it is the mark of the beast. So anyone who is religious, who goes to church, who prays, that is something that would raise an eyebrow. I mean, I have a little bit of them left. It would raise an eyebrow and say, wait a minute, what do you mean the mark of the beast? So again, more fear mongering. All right. So we're going to keep going. Like I said, we're going to get to our guests a little bit, but I just want to kind of give my understanding of what is going on in 2022, two years later. Okay. Um, COVID-19 vaccines cause variants. That's another one. I think we mentioned that a little bit. They're trying to say that your DNA is going to change. Okay. That's very interesting. I had a grown woman tell me that one day that it changes your DNA. And I said, I, I'm sorry, you said it changes my DNA. So the government is going to produce 
a vaccine and inside that vaccine is going to be a little chip that is going to go through my body and change my DNA. Now, I haven't done the full research on that yet, yet, that yet, but I do have someone who is going to call into the show. I had asked her. She's going to do her very best to kind of help us understand what that means. And she is, um, you know, in my field, she's a forensic psychiatrist. So I would love to hear about that. All right. So the fact on that is COVID-19 vaccinations do not create or cause variants of the virus that cause COVID-19. Instead, COVID-19 vac- vaccinations can help prevent new variants from emerging. So as this COVID-19 uh, virus has literally become, you know, two variants, I think, or two or three variants already, um, I know a booster shot had came out. We're going to talk about that. Um, a booster shot came out and people became afraid of that as, of that as well. They didn't know if they were putting too much of something in their body in one year. Because, again, all of this is brand new and hasn't been tested. You know, there's no real data, all real data is in real time. So the only thing we do is learn from history. But if history is happening right now in the future, this is what we're dealing with. So I want you guys to stay with me. I'll be right back with more information on the COVID. And, again, if you would like to be part of this conversation, you can call in. Um, the show, the numbers on my website, probably at the bottom of my page. Um, you can also uh, email us at promo at thecounselor.live, or you can slide up in my DMs. We'll be right back. <laughs> 